Hello everybody, welcome to episode three of Talk L&D with myself, Louisa and uh, Alex. Um, so following on from our last podcast, which was all about resilience, we thought we would go on to talk about growth mindset. So Alex, how are you doing today? <laughs> okay, tough week. I've had a tough week. So I'm going to have to really work hard to pull some growth mindset out of the bag today. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's, it's in there. It's in there. It's in there. Well, of course, actually, of course, but that's, you know, it's after a tough week is probably when you need it the most. Exactly. You know, it's all, it's easy. It's easy to be positive about things when everything's going well, you know. It's when things aren't that you've got to yeah, dig deep. that's when you've so, got to dig a bit deeper, yeah. Alex, talk to us. When we talk about um growth mindset um sort of growth what what what, what actually is it what does mm -hmm. it mean oh so it's um carol dweck termed it um in a book she wrote in about 2006 which was uh, you know a mindset for success and she sort of coined this phrase growth mindset and it's really taken off and I imagine everyone listening to this podcast has probably heard about it in some format or another. My eight-year-old was telling me about it from the back of the car back when she was still in school. Amazing. Goodness me, there's another, that's another uh, axe I've got to grind. Anyway, but when she was still in school many months ago, she was telling me about growth mindset. And, you know, after I picked her up, so, so she was being taught about it there. So it's, and it's a really good, it's a very good message, I think, for youngsters. And it's going to be interesting to see how it shapes this um, this next generation as they as it's as it becomes more inculcated into um education and the associated belief systems and that sort of thing and it's it's a theory it i don't know i don't really know how tested it is in terms of like actually being um more more than that but it's it's a solid theory and um the idea is that uh, intelligence isn't a fixed thing so this is sort of where it stems from that the old-fashioned belief that we, you know, were born with a certain IQ and all that sort of stuff was, was really turned on its head when we discovered that we have, you know, neuroplasticity, so that our brains are kind of changing and adapting. That, you know, this plasticity is almost like um, putty-ish sort of uh, substance. And so as we, as we kind of, um, if, as, if we wish to, if we are prepared to sort of push ourselves and, and, and apply ourselves, then we can uh, grow. Our, our intelligence and, and you know even even the old-fashioned IQ so that traditional measure of intelligence is entirely flexible um, so that was that as, as an underpinning idea is quite quite significant you know because it just shows that actually is a lot of our beliefs about but, but our, our, if our capabilities really aren't fixed then our beliefs about ourselves also aren't fixed you know it's that we have choice here doesn't come without hard work, but you know, it's, it is, it, you, you know, we, we really can change our success, our, um, our capability, our chances in life with a bit of application. So really, um, really good and, and has huge, you know, individual, um, psychological and societal, uh, potential or, 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 or uh, relevance. But, um, really what it comes down to the day to day is that, uh, Rather than, you know, so failure is the big one that often people talk about. And in traditional, the old school fixed mindset way of thinking is that failure shows that you've hit the limits of your ability and that you have, yeah, you've, you've, you've gone as far as you're going to go and you've shown by failure that those are your, the limits of your ability. Um, 
growth mindset, the, the, the Carol Tweck's sort of um, contribution to this is that actually, if you fail at something and then go through a period of, if you, if you, you, you then take that on board and you learn and you, you look at what you've done and why you failed and you kind of critique and challenge that and look for things that you could do differently and then go again, it's highly likely that you'll do better. So you next, you know, go again with some learning behind you and you might succeed. So failure, rather than being the limits of your capability, are an opportunity to learn, to develop your capabilities and actually to do better next time and maybe to succeed next time. So um, links very much to resilience, you know, yeah. and uh, we need to be, you know, you, you do need to be resilient to have that mindset, yeah. I think, actually, that, you know, to be, you, you know, it doesn't come easy. There's, this isn't an easy solution for people if anything i think the old-fashioned fixed mindset option was easier because it's like well i failed i will give up um, i'll go back into my comfort zone yeah. safer um rather than pushing through that threat because obviously when you hit failure it's about you've pushed yourself out of that comfort zone into a mm. threat place that's a little bit scary and that's then right. you add failure into that and that's even more scary because often like you mm. say failure, oh, yeah with a fixed mindset is like, well, you tried it, it didn't work. Oh, and it's, and it's so, and you can, it can eat you up. Yeah. You know, criticism, failure, you know, a, a, a bad week. It can, you can really, it can, um, it can really eat you up. Uh, but of course, in, 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 in retrospect, when you look, it's like, yeah, of course, what, you know, actually it's never, it's never as, as serious in hindsight as it is in the moment. And so, so I think there's something in that maybe, you know, Anyway. Well, I think, um, you know, in terms, I think what you're saying about sort of failure and um, I think sometimes if you, if you're not careful, it can turn into shame and that's where it becomes debilitating for yes. people um, mm. and people get caught up in their failure as opposed to, sort right. of, you know, um, there's so many famous examples like uh, Thomas Edison with the light bulb was it taking thousand, mm. thousand goes to mm. make, you know, and if he hadn't mm. kept on failing, and he hadn't had that growth mindset right. going and go, okay, well that didn't yes, work. Yes. So yes. let's try it a different way. We would yes. never have had the light bulb, mm. you know, and if you look at sort of Olympic athletes, they would never have been successful straight off the barrel. You know, they don't, uh, elite athletes, it's the process of repetition, you know, mm. peak performance. Um, there's a book about peak performance, which is about sort of being coming an expert is 10,000, you know, mm -hmm. 10,000 times. Uh, yes. it. And it's that idea of you've got to, yes. you know, you've got to keep, you've got to keep going. And yes, um, well, that's the scientific, the scientific method is that you should try and prove that you're wrong. <laughs> Karl Popper, yeah, it's uh, falsifiability that that if you have a theory, what you should do, you know, is is try and disprove it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And it. if you can't, if you can't disprove it, then it might we it might it might have some validity. Yeah, which... there's a great book called. Um, black box thinking which mm -hmm. you know it talks about cognitive dissonance but actually what i found really interesting about that book was it talks about how failure can be really a valuable lesson and it mm -hmm. talk, compares the aviation industry to the healthcare industry and because aviation have the black boxes in order that yeah. they can find out what happened when a plane crashes so that they can actually learn from it um because they don't want it to happen again so they've got very much got a culture in aviation where it's kind of like okay mistakes happen but we need to learn from it let's mm. let's bring it out in the open and let's let's talk about it and let's let's evolve from that whereas in some healthcare settings they don't want to talk about failure and no. so some so you get these situations where 
you know, the same mistakes keep happening because no one wants to acknowledge the failure. And there was an example in, in the book where there was, um, uh, it was a nurse that kind of embraced this idea of learning from failure and the difference that it made in that ward because people felt able to come forward and go, do you know what? I've, I've made a mistake. And so she was like, mm. okay, let's, let's learn from that. And it, right. it didn't just help them, you know, build better practice, but actually for the team, they felt safer working there because they didn't feel like they felt like they were able to make mistakes because they were, they could learn from it. And actually that just creates a better environment for everybody because we're all human. No one's going to do anything perfectly ever. Those mistakes are mistakes are where we learn. You know, if you look back in your life, it's probably when you've, you've, you haven't done the right thing that you've learned the most as opposed to when you do something right, because when you do something right, you're probably less likely to reflect on what went wrong than if you, if you do something wrong, you, you know, if you've got the, the growth mindset aspect is if something goes wrong, you go, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I use this to grow? And how can I use this to get better? As opposed to the fixed mindset with the failure where it's like, well, that's it. It's a done. That's right. And to what you, but, but what you were talking about with the healthcare example, that was, that's kind of taking it from the individual to the looking at as a, a you know, in, in regards to an organizational culture. And there is definitely, you know, the, that that fix, the, the blame culture, fixed mindset. Uh, mm, I think, uh, yeah, gr gr you know, gr growth mindset is a lovely quality for leaders to have, and to, and I think they will imbue a great deal of positivity into their culture if they treat mistakes and failure as learning opportunities rather than opportunities to, to blame. However, unfortunately. And, you know, I experience this a lot in my line of work and meet a lot of people and there is a huge amount of toxic and dysfunctional leadership out there in the world. And, 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 um, and what you tend to hit the, the signs I, I always think are that, you know, I have nothing to learn, you know, um, or that my, the people that I work with, if they're, if they're lower in the hierarchy, can't teach me anything and I can't learn anything from them. And, you know, that it's not really worth my time to engage. Um, so, so, so I think people who get swept up in these hierarchies of power and not necessarily hierarchies of competence can develop this, um, this very fixed mindset, which then of course, when they get into key leadership positions, they imbue into their culture and then you're into a pretty toxic uh, situation and a toxic environment, I think. Yeah, it's quite impenetrable. It's almost like when you say that, it's almost like an armor they build up around them of like, actually, no, I'm just, I'm good on my own. Mm. Don't need anyone else's yes, words my, of wisdom. I'm going to put my suit of armour. I'm going to put my suit of armour on. <laughs> yeah, and, act, and actually, interestingly, sort of going back to the idea of shame and failure, mm. Renee Brown is um, she's great. I love her. She's brilliant. She does loads of research into shame and vulnerability. And she talks in, I think it's Rising Strong, um, and quite a lot of her books about leadership now, you know, the power of a leader, say, holding their hands up and saying I've made a mistake is so powerful and actually often they get more respect from this. Oh team. yeah. Yeah. For saying that and saying, okay, I've made this mistake, but let's learn from it. And actually that also leads by example of, you know, it's okay. You're going to make mistakes, but this is, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We, we, we can, you know, learn from this, make the organization better. Um, yeah. It's, it, and that's the, that's the, it's a catalyst to, to making things better. Yes, yeah. that's right. It's, it's, in, in a way, mistake, mistake, mistakes are better. <laughs> mistakes are sometimes better than wins, aren't they? Because if you're winning and always getting it right, 
then what's the reason to change? Why why move things forward? I bet I bet more far more innovation and far more progress has come from mistakes than from just getting it right. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, you know because innovation often comes from looking at for a solution to a problem. That's often where innovation comes from. And in black box thinking, they talk a lot about um, about uh, the finding solutions to problems, and that's how Dyson was created, and how the um, how we actually ended up with ATMs was this guy who created the ATM, the cash machine. He was sick and tired of queuing for banks, so he was like, "I'm going to create." I'm going to create something where you don't have to queue to get mm. your cash out anymore. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, you know, I think, look at entrepreneurs. How many entrepreneurs will have got it right first time? No, you know, none. Well, Richard, Richard Branson's a great example. We don't yeah. talk about his failures. He's failed. You know, anyone remember Virgin Cola? Because they say, you know, you're, you're not an entrepreneur if you haven't gone bust at least three times. <laughs> and you know and i think also that sometimes they compare the uk to america because in america they've got this kind of very entrepreneurial sort of mindset where actually it's oh you know it's expected that you'll fail at business quite a few times and you'll just keep getting better and getting better at it whereas in the uk sometimes it's like oh well you failed don't don't do that again because it didn't really work um so so yeah failure failure is really powerful and if you have if you have a growth mindset to failure failure can be a really powerful tool to help you progress um because you know you keep going back okay right so i tried this you know, and it didn't work so let's what what do i need to do what do i need to do do differently is it just i need to tweak you know like take take athletes you know we're both runners you know if you want to get a time you're working for a time you don't get the time it's like okay so is it my nutrition do i need to do some more some more speed reps um nutrition is it more hill reps and it's constantly you know it's constantly like if you want to be somebody that's constantly growing mm. it's constantly pushing your boundaries and constantly sit and reflect right what's working what's not what are your thoughts on it alex i remember you saying that um which i think was absolutely right that it's not actually hitting the goal that gives your life purpose and meaning it's the it's the so, so I, I think those that those goals and those targets, it's the striving for it that is is important. Because I uh, I, I had this I, I I had this big debate this week with some people uh, on a on a training course. And, oh, <laughs> frustrating! <laughs> well, getting rearing into. I'm going to do some fixed mindset here. I need to be careful about. This. Oh, can we get into that growth, Alex? Yeah. Okay, what did you learn from this week? Oh. Uh, well. Hmm. Well, is it too soon? Logic, <laughs> logic is subjective, uh, is what I learned. Anyway, the um, but 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 I think you know so so yeah and so so, so but I think the running analogy is good. It's good that I'm at my best when I'm running. I'm a bit my best and happy and most motivated when I'm working towards an event or something like that. Yeah. That's when I enjoy it the most. I feel most motivated. I get out regardless of the weather. And I and I run run much better. And the events, the events are fine. It's it's, it's, like, it's nice to go and do the event, but in a way, it's almost secondary to the boost in motivation that you yeah. get. Yeah, the journey um, you go on to get to the race. So what I what I think is that that um, it is the the race, the big event, the goals themselves, the targets and the goals, are incredibly useful because 
we they help us to orientate ourselves in the world because you i mean i go back when i talk about time management i think that one of the one of the challenges that we will face is that you know the day presents limitless potential limit there are infinite an infinite number of different things you could do with your day and of course if you try and do all of them you'll do nothing you know infinity is kind of the same as nothing actually in funny sort of way <laughs> so, so but if you have any of those days if you have a day where you try and do everything um you achieve absolutely nothing um it's the days where you focus in very clearly on on achieving one objective or one goal that you actually tend to make real headway and um and that's that i think is where you know when it comes to running and um well, probably life in general, actually, that orientating yourself to very clear goals means that you orientate yourself to the world. And then you, you, you know, like with the map and compass, then you're ready to start to navigate. And move yes. Forward, you know. Yeah. You've got to have a goal to know where you're going. Yeah. And set the course. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the little, the little setbacks and, and fa failures shouldn't, they, they should. So, so this is the thing, isn't it? So, so, so this is the growth mindset thing here that the little setbacks, and the failures and the knockbacks tell you that you're not moving towards your goals. So what you need to do is change what you're doing and yeah. improve it. And I think that, but that's all it where, is. That's all it is. Yeah. Where how important that goal is to you comes apparent because if that goal is really important to you, and you've got that growth mindset, you'll keep working towards it. It gives you a sense of purpose. That's what a goal does, doesn't it? It gives you a sense of purpose. It it does. I. I struggle with the thing that uh, the theory, the, the discussion that I had this week, which is that some it's okay that it's not having a goal is okay, and that people can lead, still lead a meaningful life just by kind of bobbing along. <laughs> and I don't, it doesn't sit well with me. It's something that just I I think goals are more important than that. I I, I think I think that goals that that sense of direction towards something towards improvement or better in it whatever that might be to you and i think that is an intensely personal thing yeah but i think without it i think your life would be directionless i, I think goals do give you meaning actually well it gives your brain something to focus on as well and like you when i've got a goal for my running i run far better than when i'm just ambling along for the sake of keeping myself myself fit um and I think, you know, that sense, people do want to have that sense of that sense of purpose and that sense of focus, because otherwise it's sort of like, what am I doing this all for? I think mm. that's sometimes what happens, isn't it? And when things get hard, if you don't know your why, mm. why you're doing something, yes. it's very difficult then to keep going when you hit bumps in the road, because you're, you can kind of sit there like, let's say you're doing something that's stressful, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're, you know, if you've got a real strong sense of, you know, if you're working for a charity and let's say your your goal your purpose to it is because you want to help you want to help children get an education or you want to help women get out of get out of sort of domestic violence if you know what that you feel connect emotionally connected to that when things get tough you're going to be like, no i you know this is really important to me this is why yeah. i'm doing it as opposed That's, to this is being what like, I'm, doing. I'm not yeah. really i'm not really sure why i'm doing it and actually this is really hard now and if i'm not really sure what i'm doing it's it you know there's no there's a mo no connection to the purpose of why you're doing it. And actually it's that sense of purpose that is going to pull you through some of the more yeah. difficult times. Um, uh, you know, but, like, but, but, yeah. but, 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 but you see the difficult times are incredibly valuable, aren't they though? Because the, the difficult times is where all the, the, the growth happens. And, and you see, it comes back to this thing about if you don't have a goal, 
you don't have a why you're, and you're happy just to drift along why would you put yourself through anything difficult <laughs> true, this is true it's so true. you'd always go for the easy option which is fixed fixed mindset you'd, yeah you'd, you'd never you'd never take the risk you'd never do the difficult thing you'd always do the easy thing surely i mean what, because why do the difficult thing if you don't have a purpose and sense of direction so yeah. so actually i don't i think i'm not sure if this is growth mindset but, but we've gone off my, a little bit onto we, on the power but, of why they're connected though they are connected but i but i think more than that i think that goals are i think they're necessary i think they are and i'm happy for i'd love to be challenged on this and I, i'm totally open <laughs> to, to a different point to a different perspective well you know yeah but it would need to be good because the more i think about it the more i i see that actually to lead a full life um and and for life to be you know to, to, to be as good as it could possibly be, I think that that direction of travel towards your own goals is, is extremely important. Yeah, sense of, it comes back to, um, it's a great book, I think everyone should read this book actually, mm. Viktor Frankl, um, mm. Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search of Meaning. And for anyone that's not read it, it's basically about uh, Viktor Frankl was in Auschwitz concentration camp and he, he kind of writes a book about his experiences and he, you know how he how he found purpose in this this awful probably one of the most awful things you can experience and he was trying to you know he sort of was writing his book he had these little bits of paper that he'd hide um and he you know he talks in outfits that basically the people that got through it were the ones that had a stronger sense of purpose and finding meaning in what was going on as hard it's as a rough story yeah as hard as it mm. hard as it is but Victor Frankl is he he came on to be a very successful psychiatrist and world-renowned you know he's written a book he, I've got he's written three versions of it actually I've got to, mm. two of his other ones which is like further purpose and meaning um and he came up with a whole theory um but it's a really famous book um and it's only short it's only little but I highly recommend it to anybody I think it's one of those everyone should read it once in their lifetime books. Mm -hmm. um, but he really talks about that power of having a sense of purpose and, you know, yes. that it does connect to your, your, you know, the, the grow model, if you like, because you need to know why you're doing something that's going to give I, you that, that think, drive to, yes. to keep going and, um, and to want to keep getting better at what you're doing as well. I think. I completely subscribe to that. Yeah. So thinking about the grow model then, Alex, mm. if someone was like sat there now thinking, right, so how can I be, be, how can I get my mindset to be more in a growth mindset? What are the things that I mm. can do? Growth mindset. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, well, a lot, lot you know, okay, so, you know, emotional intelligence and mm -hmm. that, you know, if you want to change your mindset, you sort of need to know what your mindset is now. And so the first thing is, are you aware? <laughs> <laughs> do you know that you're that how you you know perhaps how you come across and how you interact with others is demonstrative of a fixed mindset so i think the first thing is, is are you aware of that do you do you, you know and and i suppose if but if somebody says i i want to have more of a growth mindset then i guess it would suggest that that maybe they are self-aware actually mm -hmm. i think it's a good it's a pretty good place to start and then the um i think the next thing is to look at um, you know, there's very personal goals. So what really matters to you and what do you want to be brilliant at? And what's, what's, what do you feel is really worth your energy yeah. and your time and, and your, and your effort, the hard, the hard work. Cause I said, I think that growth mindset is, is the hard option. I think it is, it is, it's tough. Um, and, and it's challenging, um, because that's what it's all about. 
but there's gold there is gold there is, you know there, there is treasure to be salvaged from from those adventures you know yeah um but but yeah so so i think it's so what, what what's meaningful for you um and then so so what what so so, so and so based on what's meaningful what 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 are the goals that are associated with that so what's meaningful for you and what could that look like for you in the future so i think that's that's an important question to ask it's brilliant i think also um there's sort of when we talk about growth mindset there Mm. are some sort of questions that you know when you're coming up to a block or a challenge Mm. you know rather than thinking i can't do this it's thinking okay what can i learn and how can i grow from this situation yes yes and then it's kind of like rather than seeing this as oh this is awful this happened it's like right okay this is a challenge i'm going to embrace it i'm going to go into it headstrong and and with a set but i think with a healthy sense of experimentation as well (laughs) yeah that that if you're really if you're trying if you're doing in the world of the new and you're trying new things that you have to be open to the fact that sometimes it won't work very often certainly my experience of my my endeavors with business that um if you try if you try something new very often it doesn't work and uh, but that's actually okay it's not it really isn't the end of the world quite the opposite that that should then be a, 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 a you know an opportunity to harvest harvest learning so if you if it if it works great it works if it doesn't well that's also great the opportunity to learn well you know that's a, that 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 particular way of doing it didn't work you can try something else yes um and then the idea of kind of being persistent you know keeping mm. going and then yes. i think also the idea that when you see someone else's success success you celebrate it and go well that's great they've done that so that means that if I, they can do it, i can do it. i'm going to go learn from them about how they managed to do what they did as opposed to seeing someone's success and be like, oh, I can't do that. That's, you know, they're successful, I'm not. It's kind of seeing other people's success and using that to help you in, in, in grow, if that, make, if that makes mm. sense. Um, That's it. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, just having that kind of, I think having questions, almost like self-coaching, isn't it? So what's happened here? What can I do differently? How can I learn? What yeah. can I, you know, how can I grow from yeah. this? And yeah. I'm going to challenge. That's the internal coach. The, yeah. yeah. Being able to ask yourself those questions. And then it's, it's funny how, uh, how effective that is though. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, yeah. It really is. And I think yeah. when you ask, it's all about the questions you ask yourself. You're in, in a, you're in a dialogue. Are you being your, your inner coach or are you being your inner enemy? Is it the demon right. or the, the demon that's, that's, that's leading you or is it your best, your best friend leading yes. you? you know what would well, you your best friend if they were you know hopefully you'll be supportive <laughs> yes because i think that you know when you're a bit of a perfectionist you can be your own worst enemy actually yeah, yeah. you know and then you, that, yeah that's when criticism negative feedback and all that sort of stuff can really sort of eat you up and and then it makes i think the growth mindset a harder thing to to find yeah um, it's still, still doable, still doable. It's just it's tougher when yeah. you are, you know, when you are, when you are your own worst enemy to a certain extent. You know? oh. Or, you know, even have, even when you're on the journey to being, you know, wanting to improve your growth mindset, it's, is there someone in your life that can help you do, maybe mm. coach when you're on that journey? Is it, you know, a friend that can maybe help you remind you? Because I think that's the thing when you're making a change, it's sometimes you just need those pointers, those bits to remind you because you know when we're going through a change process we're trying to fight a default position that we've been in so it's like what what kind of things that can help you push through that 
I think that there are always you just like the, the school teachers who told you that you'd never amount to anything. <laughs> and, I'm one of them. I'm yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, but then the ones who, um, you know, inspired you and, uh, you know, um, uh, and, and were much more probably in, in, in tune or intuitive, um, with people. And, um, and, and that's right. And, uh, but, but so who, who is your, you know, who is that inspiring person in your life? And, and those, those are important. Those are really important people to talk to and spend time with because they can just help you refine your um, perspective on yeah. things, and, and then you'll, you can orientate yourself to the world, and you can go again. So yes, so, and it's necessary to have these people in our lives. I think the little cheerleaders. Well, little otherwise it's lonely. It's lonely sailing. Yeah. Yeah. Cheerleaders. <laughs> I don't know about cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, maybe cheerleaders. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well done, Louisa. Well done, Louisa. Do you know what I see? When I'm, when I'm running, though, if anyone's by my side yeah. shouting in my ear, come on, like, it makes me really angry. I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, little tea with life cheerleaders. Nothing wrong mm. with that. You know, they could be wearing your name on your, uh, your name on the t shirts. Mm. Um, yeah it's good you know and that's another part of of you know going for a goal is it's it's good to have a team of people mm. that you know can just spot you when you need it and just give yes. that little bit of positive encouragement mm. um you know we all need it every, you know no matter how strong how resilient how growth mindset you are everybody needs a little bit of a little bit of positive encouragement from somebody else every now and again mm. you know just to remind you that it's okay and you can do it mm. So yeah, is there anything else on the growth mindset, Alex, you want to explore today? Um, I think it's something we can come back to, isn't it? Because it it relates to so much in it's it's, it's interesting, you know. This 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 it's so growth mindset is it's one of those it's one of those, it's like a lot of stuff in positive psychology that actually the idea itself is nice and clear and simple and, and powerful and and and, and let's just said eight-year-old children can grasp it with, with 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 confidence but you know there's so much that sits underneath it it's like the tip of the iceberg really yeah. and it's like like it's like you know coach t- you know it's whenever you do these sort of like a coaching skills session and it's like you can give people the growing model but there's this what deep well of wisdom that sits underneath these simple ideas you know that's 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 i think a life's journey trying to really is, is trying to really understand the um you know the biology the, the, the psychology and the, and the and the social significance of these ideas you know definitely definitely i think whenever you're you're talking about learning and development you need mm. a growth mindset really to be in a place of learning because a growth yeah, mindset yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, I think it underpins everything mm. that you do when you talk about learning development, leadership development, coaching, because you've got to have that open mind that you're ready to mm. learn something new and try something new. But, but there is no doubt that what I, what I again, and I, I, I come, I first, there is no doubt. Of course there's doubt. I mean, what do I know? But, but, but I do think that, as, where, that it really does, these ideas really do make life better yeah they you i think that when you start to engage with these concepts and start to really apply them you know whatever your situation um your life just improves i think 
definitely. I think that's quite a nice, that's quite a nice ending there, Ali. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This episode, like a the growth model can help else, make yeah, your life, yeah. my life better. So yes, yeah, thank you very much for listening, everybody. And give it a go. Try and get, you know, just ask yourself those questions when you're facing a challenge. What can I learn? What can I learn from this? How can I grow? Um, you know, look at other people's success and, and learn from it and let us know how you how you get on so i think next week we're going to do agile agile we're going to do oh right yeah yeah i'm doing a lot of work in agility at the moment because that seems to be intrinsically linked with the future of work so let's talk about that yeah so tune in to find out more about um being agile um at work uh i think it's quite yeah quite quite, quite relevant so yeah thank you very much um any feedback just let us know love to hear from you and um tune in next time to learn about agile thank you very much <laughs>